So let's go to Isaiah 45, 17. I want to prove to you that God did not create this earth in two homes, but he formed it to be inhabited so that we can live here and live here with him and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and enjoy the fruits of his earth because it's a beautiful place where man is not screwing it up and polluting it. Isaiah 45, verse 17, if you have a seat, glory to God. Glory to God. Almost done. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord Yahweh with an everlasting salvation. Who is, now, let's break down who Israel really is for a second. Israel is no longer Israel. Israel is Christians. They are Christians. Those who believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Those who follow Jesus Christ. Those who know this truth. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded, world without end. 18. For thus saith the Lord Yahweh that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain to whom. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord Yahweh and there is none else. I have not spoken in secret. There's no secret. I gave it to you. Amen. Amen. It's not a secret. In a dark place of the earth, I said not unto the seed of Jacob, seek me in vain. I didn't tell them to seek me in vain. I didn't tell them to seek me in Tuhu. I'm giving you light. I, the Lord Yahweh, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. You have to understand that. Yahweh created the earth to be inhabited. So he could be with his children that love him. Not to be covered over with water. He created so we could dwell with him therein. You gotta give God credit. He knows what he's doing. He's a God that knows what he's doing. He's the only God. And you have to give him the credit that's that he deserves. Because without doing that, you really don't believe. You have to listen to what this word, the three earth ages are so important. Now let's make every man and woman in this room small, everyone that listens. Let's go to Job 38 in closing. Job 38. You gotta know, it's a humbling thing to think on the greatness of God. It really is. It's a humbling thing to think how wonderful and how great God is. How we're not great and wonderful. So, Job 38, verse 1, to close, we're going to close out with this in Job 40. Now, Job got his little ratty friends lying to him, telling him he did something wrong. Job did nothing wrong. The word Job in itself means persecuted, a type of God's elect. And what you need to understand, this final generation, you will be persecuted. You will be persecuted if you are God's elect. If you are not God's elect, you will not be persecuted. You will fit right in nicely. You will find a nice, comfortable seat in the earth, and everyone will love you. If you are God's elect, you will be persecuted, and everyone will have a problem with you. And that's okay, because God protects you. And listen, nothing can come against you, because God is with you. And it's like committing suicide to come against God's elect. It really is. So, Job... 38, these friends have been lying to him, teaching him, making him feel bad, 
trying to make him think that he did something wrong and he did nothing wrong. God's going to speak to Job and let him know that he is God. Watch this. <laughs> then the Lord, Yahweh, answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? That goes on every week in every church. Every week in most churches. I would say 90% of churches darken the knowledge of God. With their darkness, with their no knowledge having behinds. Now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee and answer thou me. This is God's going to ask Job, where were you during the time he created this earth and even before? Where was thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Question. Declare if thou hast understanding. He can't declare. He don't know. We weren't even created yet. When God created the foundations of the earth. Who laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Do you know exactly where the line is, Job? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened, or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, now you're around, now you're here, Job, now we're here, because we are the morning stars. Remember, Satan hid to see the third of God's stars. These are the stars he's talking about, the morning stars. But there was a time even when Tyrus was part of this choir, and we all sung happily with God. When the morning stars sang together, there was no trouble, all harmony. And, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Hmm. Every soul sang and praised God. Or who shut the sea with doors? The sea has doors. When it break forth as if it had issued out of the womb. What God's saying is, he's saying, as a baby is ready to come out, and you can't stop it, amen? You cannot stop it. You can't say, I need another day. You can't do that. So what happens is he's saying, when I let the floods go in the ocean, I had to shut the doors. Because it would have kept coming. You know about that, Joe? Mm. When I made the cloud, the garment thereof, the thick darkness and swaddling band for it. Do you understand that, Joe? Do you understand how I even make a cloud? And how I shape them into the form of whatever I want? And break up for it my decree placed and set bars and doors. And said, hitherto shall thou come, but no further. And here shall thy proud waves be stayed. Listen. I've been to the beach on the East Coast, and I've been to the ocean on the West Coast. The East Coast is like crazy. The West Coast is another monster. Those waves, absolutely crazy. I just put my foot in the beach, me and my wife, for two seconds, and it felt like a hand grabbed me and tried to pull me in, just from a little tide. I get what God's saying about the power of the ocean. And how the waves, he said, I need you to stay here. He commanded the waves not to cover the earth. 
Praise God. Twelve. Has thou commanded the morning since thy days and called the day spring to know his place? Saying, do you tell the sun to come up, to go down? Do you tell the rivers and the little waterfalls where to go? That it might take hold of the ends of the earth? That the wicked might be shaken out of it? Listen. He's saying, can you hold the earth with your hands and shake the evil out? We talked about the shaking last week. Can you do that, Joe? Can you take the earth and tilt it 90 degrees? Shake all the evil. Hmm? It is turned as clay to the seal, and they stand as a garment. Can you create man from clay? That's what he's saying. Can you take clay and create man? Like I did Adam, like I did Eve, like I did the six-day creation. Can you take clay and make animals? No. Can you take a seed and create an orchard? No. 15. And from the wicked, their light is withholding and the high arm shall be broken. Can you pass judgment on the wicked? On the wicked one? That's why God's judge. Because you can't face Satan without God. Amen? You need Jesus. Hast thou entered into the springs of the sea? Or hast thou walked in the search of the debt? Did you measure out how deep the ocean actually is, Joe? Did you did you tick yourself and go down there? No, you did not. I did. I know how deep it is. I know how deep I wanted it, he's saying. Men still can't get to the bottom of the ocean. Because there's always another cliff. And the pressure will destroy you. Even the submarines that could go down 10,000 feet. It's still deeper than that. I remember, I think it was like 2010, or 2012, National Geographic created a rover to go down to the bottom of the ocean. A rover that went down 20,000 feet. It said, we've never been to this depth. So if he was down there for 30 days, just traveling around on the ground of the bottom of the ocean. And then all of a sudden, it said, went down some more. And they were like, we lost contact with the rover. Yeah, you did. But you don't know what's down there. Stay from down there. The rover's still missing. <laughs> <laughs> has thou entered into the springs of the sea? Question. Or has thou walked in the search of the depth? Have the gates of, the, of death been opened unto thee? What? Has thou seen the doors of the shadow of death. You don't want to go down there. That's not where you want to be. You don't want to be in Tartar. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be in hell. You don't want to be where Satan's held. You don't want to be able to open the door and be like, shut up and then close it again. You don't want to even see him like that. He may not return, but God will every time. Glory to God. Glory to God. Has thou perceived the breath of the earth? 
Listen, okay? The highest point of the earth, have you perceived it? Declare if thou knowest it all. If you think you know it all, declare it. Where is the way where light dwelleth? Listen now. And as for darkness, where is the place thereof? Where does light begin? And where does darkness? Figure that one out, right? That thou shouldest take it to the bond thereof, and that thou shouldest know the path to the house thereof. All things go back to God. Everything. Light and darkness. Know thou it, because thou was then born. You was not. You understand because you were born? Or because the number of thy days is great? You were not born. No one was born. Has thou entered into the treasures of the snow? <laughs> into the treasures of the snow? Or has thou seen the treasure? Of the hell? Do you understand it? What's special about a snowflake? Each one is unique. Not one is the same. I was outside and I took a bucket. It's snowing. So I said, I'll be out here for a little bit. So, you know, I'm going to collect all the snow. I collect every snowflake that fell. And when I say not one of them were the same, not one of them were the same. My mind was blown. It was like God had a 3D printer in heaven. Like, how was this coming from the clouds? That's what I was saying. One was like amazing. Another one was like amazing. Another one, all different designs. What? Do you stop and think for a minute? Man can't do that. Has thou seen the treasure of hell? Why is there a treasure of hell? Because God's going to use that hell for a purpose which I have reserved against the time of trouble, Jacob's trouble, that is, against the day of battle and war. God's going to use hell. The book of Ezekiel 38, God's going to use these things. That's why he's supernatural. Amen? You know what makes hell so super? What makes it a great weapon? Hell's form is about this small. And God's going to cause a wind to bring it back up into the sky, get wetter, come back down, get wetter, go back up again, get wetter. So each time it goes up, it comes down, it gets bigger, bigger, bigger. In the book of Ezekiel, he speaks of the destruction that he's going to bring against all those nations who come against his nation, America. He's saying, I'm going to destroy them with hell from heaven. What's the hell he speaks of? saying I got hell in reserved 23 again which I have reserved against the time of trouble against the day of battle and war by what way is the light parted which surged the east wind upon the earth you can't tell which way light is parted only God knows can you track light you know how fast light is who have divided the water course of the overflowing of waters or a way for the lightning of thunder. I ain't talking about Thor. 
I'm speaking of God taking his thunder. Do you ever notice that when lightning strikes, it's usually somewhere else. Thunder is not the same spot. It's never the same spot. But they came together. And if you miss the lightning, you're too late. You're going to get hit with the thunder. Lightning, bang! That's what's going to cause all the damage. The thunder just loud, letting you know that something was hit. Where do they part, he's saying? Where do they separate when they enter our atmosphere? We serve a great God. To cause it to rain on the earth where no man is, in the wilderness wherein there is no man. He even takes care where, of places that's desolate. He makes everything grow. To satisfy the desolate and waste ground and to cause the bud of the tender herb to spring forth. Something's feeding off of these things, something he created. So therefore, he's going to provide even for an area that looks desolate. The desert flower. It is one of the most beautiful things you have ever seen in your life. It don't last long, but it's absolutely gorgeous. And there's nothing in the desert. It's a beautiful thing. Let's go to Job 40 to close out. I want you to see this. But it's a humbling thing when we think on the greatness of Yahweh because he's so great and we're not at all. We only know what he allows us to know. And that's a beautiful thing, amen? Mm -hmm. 40, if you have a say, glory to God. Glory to God. In closing. Walk over the Lord, Yahweh answered Job and said, Shall he that contend with the Almighty instruct him? He that reprove God, let him answer. No one instructs God. God instructs us. Amen? Amen. See, that was Satan's downfall in the first earth age because he thought he could instruct God. That was Judas's downfall because he thought he could move Christ's hand. He thought he could take Christ's hand and say, fight against Rome now. Not at all. God has a plan and he has a purpose for everything in his plan. We don't instruct God. He instructs us. He teaches us. Then Job answered the Lord Yahweh and said, Behold, I am vile. What shall I answer thee? I will lay my hand upon my mouth. Once have I spoken, but I will not answer ye, yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. I'm going to keep my mouth completely shut. Because God, you are great. You created heaven and earth, all three ages. And there is truly no one like you. Let's talk about the first earth age for one second, because God brought it up. If you have a say, glory to God. Now behold, behemoth. What does behemoth mean? Behemoth means a huge, monstrous creature. Brontosaurus. The Bible speaks of a dinosaur here. This is the only place that it speaks of a dinosaur. God's telling you there was an earth age before this one. Watch this. Behold now behemoth, which I made with thee. Hmm. I made the dinosaur at the same time I created every soul. He eateth grass as an ox, 
Lo, now his strength is in his loins and his force is in the navel of his belly. Yeah, you couldn't take him down. He moveth his tail like a cedar. Do you know how big a cedar of Lebanon is? It's huge. That's just his tail. A cedar of Lebanon is like about 60 feet. Do you know what's 60 feet on earth today? The blue whale, the largest creature on earth, okay? And that was his tail. God's proud of his creation. I will be too. He moveth his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his stones are wrapped together like iron. You can't break it. You can't trip him. In order for this animal to be eaten, they would have to attack him from both sides. Because all he had to do was whip his tail. He's breaking bone with it. All he had to do was stomp his foot and the earth is shaking. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. What are you trying to do with this dude? Nothing. I want you to know we're talking about a brontosaurus. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. Only God can destroy him. And he's saying, I destroyed the dinosaurs. He's God. Man couldn't. That's why we were in the spirit in the first earth age and they were in the flesh. He gave us something to look at that was interesting, wonderful, and great. It's a beautiful time. Surely the mountains bring him forth food. Yeah, he eats off the top of the mountains. The little bonsai trees, he eats them up. Where all the beasts of the field play. He lieth under the shady trees. It's plural. Shady trees. Need a bunch of them for them to lay down to get some shade. Not one tree, plural. In the covert of the reed and fins. The shady trees cover him with their shadow. The willows of the brook compass him about. This is a massive creation of God. Serve a great God. Behold, he drinketh up a river and hasten not. He's, there's no pores in him. So if you happen to be in the river, you're in his belly. I would hate to see what comes out of him. He trusted that he can draw up Jordan into his mouth. The river Jordan. He could drink it all up in his mouth. That's how big his belly was. That's why they've never found a complete full brontosaurus skeleton. They never found one. They found the bone. They almost found a complete one, but they never found a complete one. They're so big, they would have to be in the water somewhere. Their bones, everything has to be down in the ocean. Literally, 24. He taketh it with his eyes, his nose pierceth through sneers. Listen. God's created all three earth ages. I destroyed the first one because Tyrus, because of his pride, Ezekiel 28 explains that. 
He's saying, I destroyed it, but I didn't make a full end. I gave you a place where you could love me and see my greatness that I created, see parts of my imagination. He said, I could have destroyed every single soul that went against me and I did nothing in the first earth age, but I chose to only destroy the age and not destroy the earth and save the soul and bring each soul, make them come through woman, the matrix, and be in the flesh and make them live here as a proven ground. Some I've chosen, others I have not chosen. And those that I chose understand this truth. Remember to stand in the grace of God because that's what he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father in us. And I take credit for nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.